Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. The message is available on YouTube. Just go look it up on Business Garage, Mr. Ngavidano from Sums, or on podcast. Yes, the audio version is there on podcast. You can go over and listen to it so that you can be able to relate with what he's saying. But still, you can't catch the lesson today. You don't have to go away if you didn't watch the previous um, Business Garage. Still, you can stay because I know you will relate to everything that he's saying. Mr. Ngavidano, you're welcome. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming back again. Help me appreciate him for giving us his time to come back again and teach us. I like to call him Mosomesa because he teaches. Indeed I am. So today we are here to be taught. So if you're running a business to come and learn because you're going to be taught, get ready, have a notebook because he's going to unleash some really important things. And what's even more amazing, today he's going to teach us through the lens of the five capitals. Yeah, if you didn't watch last week's business garage, you want to catch it, but still don't go away. If you didn't watch it, you'll still be able to relate. So he's going to teach us the lessons he has learned along the way as he's been running Zooms through the lens of the five capitals. Mr. Ngavirano, here at Business Garage, we like to send greetings, so you're free to send greetings and then you take us away. Thank you so much. Good morning to you, ladies and gentlemen. I send greetings to my family, to our business partners, the employees of Sam's Food Industries, to all our customers out there. Yes, and you are one of them. <laughs> Thank you so much for choosing Sum's, your favorite family brand. We really can't take it for granted, but we must thank you so, so much for choosing Sum's. Uh, today, I'm really honored once again to be in your amidst, and I'm basically here not to teach, okay. but to share mm. experiences. You say you cannot teach an old dog new tricks, can you? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm here to share with you some of our experiences yeah. that, we've been go- that we've gone through, but in line with the five capitals. Come on now, we're ready Papa for it. Mike unlashed last weekend. It was oh, yes. really an amazing experience. The sharing was really so moving mm-hmm. and I felt that it is really time for mm-hmm. us to, for me to prepare mm-hmm. along the same yeah. line. Yeah. Yep. So the five capitals are financial capital. That's where we're going to start from. From the, from the five capitals, we're going to start from with the financial capital go to intellectual, go to physical capital, go to relational, and then finally spiritual capital. So as he's going to be sharing, he's going to basically be telling us how his business has been able to implement a different capital in the business and a practical story of what they've gone through, what they have seen, the challenges, etc. We want to look at that in his sharing today. We just want to make sure we get as many stories as possible for us to relate with. Because, you know, you're already running business. You already know, we're talking about financial capital, you're already aware. 
but you have challenges that you're going through that as he's sharing, you're going to be able to relate with and find solutions for your business. So again, you are free to ask questions. So just go ahead and share them in the chats. There's a team dedicated to pick out those questions and send them to us here so that we can be able to share them with Mr. Ngabidano and he'll answer them. So Mr. Ngabidano, why don't you take us away starting with the financial capital? Thank you once again. The word capital, there is another word, a Latin word called capital. Mm. You know capital? The brains. Oh. See here. So when you say you don't have capital, it means you are communicating that you don't have a brain. So try to avoid certain words. <laughs> yeah, we've understood. Lack yeah. of capital. Mm. Okay. Now, it is often said that yes, today's big businesses were yesterday's prototypes mm -hmm. or smaller businesses. Is it true? Yeah. We've seen, we've read stories about businesses that have grown organically and they have turned around the world. So, I want to take you through our experience, basing on the five capitals and to begin with the finance. Mm. The financial capital in this regard, I told you how we started with 43,000 Ugandan shillings. Oh yes. But now, how do you multiply the small capital to grow into a sizable capital? First and foremost, you must be financially disciplined. Mm. Financial discipline is very key. You know, some of the starting businesses, these days the mode of payment is totally different. There are so many options. Someone can pay you by mobile money, another one can pay by check, another one can cash. pay by cash, another one can do a EFT. Mm. But now, assuming that money, a customer has paid you through mobile money, and you keep seeing that cash balance on your what? on your account, you walked into a bar. Because you were excited, and there is a cash balance, there is some mobile money, you can afford now to start ordering. Give them a round, give them a liter, give them more. Because you are looking at the money at your exposure, yeah. but forgetting that that is not your money. Mm, it is a business money. money. Some entrepreneurs eat their seed, yeah. Yes, you are given a seed to go cultivate or grow that seed or multiply that seed, but you end up eating the seed. Then how do you expect the capital to grow? It won't. You've eaten the seed. You are supposed to plow the seed back. Back into the business. If I gave you five kilograms of maize, grains, and I want you to multiply, you have to plant it. You harvest it, then it reserves something again, you plant. So we should be very, very careful about the finances in the business. At times, we really feel that we have labored, we are putting so much in our businesses and we deserve to celebrate, we deserve to pay ourselves, we deserve a treat. At times, it is not yet a time for you to deserve that treat. Yeah. You, do, you may not be, it's not, it's not a time. Mm. But you must know 
what the right timing is when you deserve that treat. Yeah. You know, you walk in a business, you find someone who has three, four employees, and they really feel they are so high. They walk like, what is that proud bird? A peacock. As proud as a peacock. They are unreachable. They are untouchable. They feel that certain jobs, certain activities are too dirty for them to get involved in practically. No, you have not arrived. You need to know when you will arrive. At times we arrive too early. Yes, our arrival is good, but at times it is bad. So we must understand when to celebrate, when to reward ourselves, and when, when to wait. So ladies and gentlemen, at times, the business may demand that you go in for a loan. And we have gotten loans before. The very first time, before, the very first time I borrowed as a teacher, I borrowed 1.5 million shillings. The second time I borrowed 2 million shillings. When I went for business, I applied for 150 million shillings through a commercial bank. The loans officer was supposed to, the manager was supposed to approve the loan, wrote on my file that this is overgraduation. Yes, I was overgraduating from 2 million shillings to 150 million shillings, but I had a cause. But because they realized they needed to prepare me financially, I had to put certain things right. So bookkeeping comes in. In the financial, building the financial capital, building the muscle, the financial muscle. So bookkeeping had to be monitored. Are you keeping your books of accounts? Are you submitting your returns? And I would say, oh, you mean even you have to submit annual returns? Are you registered with URA? Are you paying taxes? Are you compliant to the regulatory authorities? Mm. Now the financial capital muscle had to be grown process by process. Mm. You can't just land in two things. You must ensure that there is a steady growth. Otherwise, the other overgraduation element may <laughs> turn back. So, one other thing I've really learned that even when your business is small, so as long as it is your main source of income, you have to pay yourself a salary. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, I had to put myself on a payroll to earn on a monthly because I needed to make sure that I manage my expenses within the allocated salary. Yeah. So in most cases, many entrepreneurs don't treat themselves as employees of their own businesses. Mm, the money is all there. Yes, the money is all there. You can pick at any time. No. And actually, even when you are having too much at your exposure or disposal, you must make sure that you treat that money with the right 
purpose. Mm. When we get loans, in most cases, some of the loans, a certain percentage of the money is diverted and it doesn't really go for the intended purpose. How do you expect the capital to multiply? You have borrowed to buy equipment. You have borrowed to pay suppliers. You have borrowed to train your staff. And a portion is diverted. Believe me, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot make it. Mm. So you need to build the financial capital steadily. Mm. You must make sure that the finances are treated for the right purpose. purpose. Yes. So what you're saying is, first of all, know when to reward yourself and when not to. The True. money you have is a seed. At some point in the business, you have to keep plowing it back Very to true. grow. Okay? It's not time to eat it yet. Pay yourself a salary. Have financial discipline. Yes, those are the things I'm hearing. That when you do those things over and over, you're going to increase your capital and your business will only have no option but to grow bigger and bigger. Did I get that right? Very true. All right. So can we move on to another capital? We go for the spiritual capital. Already? Already. I thought we would have the spiritual because capital it, last and maybe we would have it, that. It is the most important. It's the most important. Okay. Okay. Let's go for the one you wanted. Intellectual. Intellectual capital. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to intellectual capital in your business, now it is a time for brains at work. Mm. Common sense at work. Being practical mm. in whatever you do. Mm. In most cases, we are out there trying business ideas left and right. But the intellectual capital is at one time ignored. It, looked, it is at times looked at as a minority as a waste of time. requirement. Mm. But you need to make sure that you bring on board new ideas yeah. and concepts. Mm, innovate. You must really innovate time to time. We have seen brands on the market come and go. There was a very expensive mobile phone some 10 years ago called Blackberry. We have seen Alcatel plus other brands on the market. Mm, mm. But some of these innovators became compliant. The moment you launch a good product on the market or a good service on the market and you fold your arms, Believe me, others are equally innovating. Other entrepreneurs are coming for you very mm. soon. Mm. You must understand that innovation is, should be Continuous. work in progress. Mm. Mm. You should not seize fire. That's why when you look at Samsung, Almost every two months or three months, they are launching a new what? A new form. A new version. Mm. That has, remained, has enabled them to remain relevant in the market. Mm. You must be able to match the speed. The speed of the change. The speed. Mm. Technological advancement. Yeah. 
Atayimus, things are changing. Those days we used to have uh, cameras. Now cameras are going. <laughs> cameras are now on our mobile phones. Began with a big size. This one they used to eh? put on the shoulders. To put on the shoulders, <laughs> capturing videos. That one has gone. This one is soon disappearing. <laughs> the smaller ones, smaller ones than that one, have disappeared. Now mobile phones are here, and more and more is coming. So we must be ready to innovate time to time if we are to remain relevant mm. in the marketplace where we mm. sell. Mm. When we look at our first packaging, there's a link I shared on your group through Chris. Customers are seeing a certain level of growth that we are progressing. They, they are seeing value for money. The, our, the very first packaging we used to have in 2010, we used to seal the packets of crisps using candle frames. Then from a candle frames, we progressed to using the iron box. No, no, to the charcoal stove frame. Wow. Then from the charcoal stove frame, we upgraded to using the iron box frame. You fold the pack and burn it on the hot surface. You are seeing. Then from there, we innovated. For us, we were innovating mm. at that level. We upgraded to using a hand sealer. Mm. That was a level. Mm. Yeah! <laughs> now from a hand sealer, now to a pedo sealer. The, the, the one that you, there is one mm. where you see it and operate it with your what? Foot. Yes, it has a pedal. You press the pedal and then it seals. Then from a pedal sealer to an automated packaging line. Hey. Now imagine. What were, so whenever I show that to our customers, I make sure that I publish and I send it out there. What does it show? It builds confidence in the customers that the food handling processes are now getting safe and safer. That the level of carelessness or food safety that was at the beginning, it is not the same as yesterday, it is not the same as today, and it's not going to remain the same as tomorrow. Come on. So I'm communicating that there is progress. When we change the packaging from material, from a, a polythene bag, then we launch foil packs, we are communicating to the customers that we are ready for import substitution. We are building confidence because we are bringing new ideas, new concepts, new products on the market. We have also segmented the market to make sure that there is a pack for someone with a smaller appetite. Mm -hmm. There is a pack for someone with a medium appetite. And there is a jumbo pack for someone with huge appetite. 
So that is innovation. Yeah. You must study your customers yeah. and give them exactly what fits their demands and needs. Come on, people, help wow. me appreciate Mr. Ngavirano. Now, why don't you tell us about the physical capital, which is measured in hours and minutes, hours we spend at work, hours we spend investing in our relationships, hours we spend investing in our health as business leaders. About the physical capital, this is equally very important. We have 24 hours in a day. If I asked you to account for the 24 hours, you will tell me, I wake up very early in the morning, I prepare my man, I prepare my children, I prepare the maid, I prepare everyone at home. I, if you're a teacher, you prepare your lesson plan, you go teach and come back. Then you, I, I take my girlfriend out, we go for dinner, we do this. At, six, uh, at, at eight, we are in bed. At, uh, at, uh, at midnight, we are reproducing. Oh, my goodness. You must have that accountability for time. Oh, yeah. At times, we really feel overwhelmed. But because we have not accounted for the time Very well. so well, mm. we really feel that we are so, so much overwhelmed. Mm. We are simply not organized. Yes, we need to be organized. You need to spend the right hours on the right task. Come on. Yes. Yeah. How long does it take to make a baby? Does it take a lot of time? But certain, uh, some people at times may assume, may assume that certain activities have to be allocated a lot of time to be meaningful. No. You get the point? But then, you wake up very early in the morning. You are at work. Even when you have finished what is on your desk, you feel like remaining around, you are slaying around. Go, go away, get off your desk, go and do something else. At times when we ask some people to go for further studies, they tell us that they don't have time. There are online courses which you can do at night. At times you tell someone, try to get some activity that you can invest in. And then they tell us, oh, where will I get the time? You may not really need to be there physically to do a certain business. But accountability for the time is a very big problem with the Africans. When it comes to the physical being, we must have that positive energy. I really feel I have that positive energy hey, in me. You do. I have the vibe in me. Hey. I walk with my head up. Mm. I don't walk one footstep forward and one footstep backward. No. I must keep moving. Mm. I must make sure that I am healthy. Mm. I must make sure that I eat the right food mm. to make me strong. Mm. I must make sure that I treat the minor illnesses which may culminate into major illnesses. Mm, mm, mm. You must really look good. You must be happy. Motivate yourself. I don't remember falling sick in the last 20 years. Wow. 
a sickness that has grounded me to be off duty. No. When it comes, it should be a mild one, and I must pray that it should remain mild. I must handle it, I must surround it, I must engulf it with God's grace and prayer and power so that I wake up the following day. Yes. Now, how do you expect? How do you expect to supervise your projects when you are bedridden? Some people are waiting for your death to take it up. Some people are waiting for the days you are out of office to make some approvals. They say, oh no, you are a messer. This one is the problem. So you must be always available. You must be healthy. You must be strong. You must keep going. You must keep that, have that positive energy. You must be really so, so fine and relevant in whatever you are doing. All right, let's go to the relational capital measured in family and friends. I won't talk about physical capital and how much time you're spending doing what. I'm sure you can account for your time. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, have the right rhythms in place to know what to do. <laughs> the right time. Don't overspend time on some tasks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I won't go deep into that. Let's move to relational capital. Measured now, relational capital. And friends. This touches family and Friends. friends, and I know that you work with some of your family members yes, in the business, very, very including true. your wife. Very true. I have worked with my wife right from day one. The, Maureen is, must be online. Mm. Maureen, thank you so much for the great resilience that you've exhibited. Mm. Mm. But as you work with your family, I'm one man who has worked with Maureen from day one up to date. Mm. And at times, guys ask me out there. Which mm. Korotia? <laughs> you stay with your wife. They're all night in the bed. In the morning, they at work, you are staying with her the whole day. Again in the evening, you are going to see her. And even you have time to post her on your statuses. You people, don't you get tired of each other? Mm. And I'm like, no. When we are to work, I don't see Maureen as my wife. I see her as a business partner. Hey. Yes. Mm. Business is business at one time. And I often tell her that once you see me at work, look at me as the CEO. Don't look at me as your husband. Mm. And she mastered that. Even our children, once they come to work, they, call, they don't call me daddy, 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 daddy. Mm. No. Mm. They call me Mr. Angabirano or they call me chief. Because they abbreviate that, CEO. But they call me chief. Excuse me, chief. May I have ABCD? May I take some samples to my friends? So they must receive that training. So a family, as a family, you must agree on some cores. The financial capital interlinks now in here. If you are working, because like Maureen is the director of finance and administration in our company, but the financial now comes in here. If she has a problem, 
Is she just going to spend a certain money without going through the right procedure? No. If she wants money for makeup or saloon or clothing, any other, mm. does she just pick because Ngabirano is not seeing me? No. We have put a system in place mm. that there must be that allowance, the allowance for your hair, the allowance for your makeup, the allowance for your airtime, the allowance for your data, so that she remains satisfied that this is not mine. It does not belong to me. What belongs to me is the other. So I have made sure that the family gets to understand the priorities. You know, at times, at, our, at my level, some people expect me to be enjoying monthly trips to Dubai, uh, go to South Africa, and enjoy life, but I've not yet arrived. We are not yet there. So when we were sharing this morning, I told Pastor that I've not gone for a holiday in the last 10 years. She told me I should start thinking about it. So I'm going to start thinking about it because I really feel maybe I'm now beginning to deserve. Okay? Yeah. But I have not yet, deep down in my heart, I feel I have not yet deserved. So we must make sure that the needs of the family are well aligned with the needs of the business. Mm. Certain things can wait. A Porsche home can wait. A Porsche car can wait. Shopping can wait. A trip can wait. Because it will affect directly on the incomes of the what? The of the business. Mm. So, I find myself working with my family. I work with my siblings. I work with some close relatives, the nieces and the cousins. Why? At times, we have too much to process in a day. And once gonja is ripe, you must process it up to the last finger. You will not say that, ah, this one, we can postpone it to tomorrow. No. You must really die a little and be there. So, at times, some of these contracted employees, once their time clocks, they will clock out and go. But I've seen my family remaining behind, plus a few dedicated staff. They remain behind. Pakalast. At times we've worked till morning. At times we've worked till midnight, and they are there. So once you work with your family, the costs, there are certain costs that you can minimize. Because they will understand that once you get well, they will equally be well. But you must teach them that as they come in your business, they must be treated as any other employee. There should be no special treatment for relatives. That this is my brother's business. The boss is my cousin. The boss is my sister's husband. No. They must be seen as business partners. Because they can spoil the game. They can spoil it. How about friends? I subscribe to the Rotary Club of Nansen. I'm a Rotarian. Hey. Yes. So I make sure that I talk about my businesses when I meet my friends. Some of us don't want to talk about what we do. Yes. Mm. 
you have a business and you really feel shy. You don't feel comfortable with what you are doing. You must really be comfortable. You must love what you are doing. I, I often crack jokes when I go for Rotary Fellowship. And I say, oh, I'm very sorry, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I came in a little bit, but then Chasi Kabinyewa. And then you all laugh. Because I am proud of what you're doing. Of roasting the nuts as an activity that earns me a living. You must be proud. And you must know when to talk about. Actually, never get out of a congregation like this without making a sale. You receive an opportunity. That's why last time I brought free samples. Because I knew I was planting a seed and I'm pretty sure you walk to the supermarket to look for those snacks. Oh, yes. So that is the power of friends. So use your friends to build the referrals. Mm. At times you don't need to advertise. But because someone who wishes you so well, someone who has seen you offer them a sample, someone who has heard you talk about your business, is automatically communicating good about your business. And you are getting a free text. Come on, people, help me appreciate Mr. Ngavira. No. Now, last but not least, certainly the most important because it affects all the other capitals is the spiritual capital measured with wisdom and power. Would you talk to us about the importance of spiritual capital in our businesses? When we talk about the spiritual capital, and this is the most important, mm. you know, at times, as we do business, there are certain tough times that we go through. At times, we go through a lot, a lot, that may make us think it is time to pack. Mm. But at times, we take Decision is so fast to pack and go or to close that business or to change business idea. At times, it is a test from God to see how you and I are resilient, how I can be a resilient entrepreneur. There is no business without challenges. But how do you respond. respond to the pressures? What tools do you use to fight your enemy? Do you know that times we have enemies who are fighting us? What do you use to fight back? At times we need to seek divine intervention in whatever we are doing. At times we need to pray for our businesses to receive God's favor. We need to receive that special anointing. We need to worship. We need to thank. At times, even when God paves our way, we forget to give thanks. To, wow, to 
give thanks and praise. He said, no, I think I maneuvered. I think I found my way out. I think I worked so hard. Oh, the other trick worked for me. And it's God. But it's God. Because God knows your destiny. God knows my destiny. I tried several other businesses. I tried out a saloon. I tried out a retail shop. The next business I was going to try out was goat railing, but they were not all succeeding because God knew my destiny and he was like, you must discover the right path. You are no longer path. Try. And God keeps encouraging us to look for the right path. We are encouraged to discover ourselves. But at times we don't discover ourselves fully. You try and, and get so tired. We get so tired so, so, so fast. But at times it is supposed to be an experience that one goes through. You must understand that as you do good, someone is waiting for you. I always have this interesting uh, saying that the higher the monkey climbs in the tree, the clearer it exposes that one. So someone, the moment you are up there, someone is waiting for your downfall and they laugh at you. But now, we need to pray. We need to make sure we offer thanksgiving to God. And the prayer is not once. You have to pray in whatever action. You pray for all the processes. Even when you buy equipment, you pray for that equipment. We need to pray for wisdom. At times we take certain decisions out of anger. At times we take certain decisions so fast without seeking divine intervention in whatever we are doing. So ladies and gentlemen, I have tried to make sure that once it is time to give thanks, I give thanks. And that's why when we invite me to the worship house, I will come. You invite me to the mosque, I will come. You invite me to the Anglican church, I will be there. I will not say that I am serving under one church because the products that we are manufacturing, they are spread out there to all categories of consumers. Oh, yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, that is a very important capital that we really need to put into practice. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ngavidon has delivered like we expected. Why don't you help me appreciate him louder than that, wherever you are. Oh yes, he's deserving. Thank you so much. For me, I like to call you Musa, because you teach really well. You're really a great teacher, so thank, thank you. you so much for being here with one, us. Yes. There's one thing. Mm. At times, some people give very funny business names to their businesses. Uh-huh. Very funny. There's a business I know. This gentleman sells all the electronics, used electronics, second-hand electronics. But do you know the business name no. that he has given his business? Mm -mm. Guess what? It is called Nafada Electronics. 
and it is boldly put out there on a billboard. Nafada Electronics. Who can give us a Luganda translation? The local I dialect? Died. I already died. I died long ago. <laughs> now, if you died long ago, why are you saying? <laughs> so, look out for names. Mm -mm. We are in a digital era. Mm. Look for digital names. Look for good name. Mm. Worship harvest. Mm. You are harvesting God's grace, God's mm. power. Mm. You are harvesting sums. Mm. Yeah? Digital names. So, ladies and gentlemen, watch out what you call your businesses, what you name your children, mm. at times it can follow it back. Can follow. <laughs> you reap those results. Alright people, thank you so much Mr. Ngavirano for that extra tip. We received it. This past week we had an opportunity to visit Sums as a school of practical business. Come on people, yes, that's what you get when you join the School of Practical Business at Harvest Institute. So thank you so much for hosting us. We are very excited to be there. We learned a lot and our regards and love and appreciation to Maureen. Yeah. Thank you so much right. for coming yeah. and hosting me. Uh, last but not least, we often become so irrational and attached to the efforts in our businesses. We tell friends that have put in a lot of money in this business. I have invested a lot of time in this business. Mm -hmm. And it's really not taking me anywhere. But at times, we have to admit, you and I, that you are on the wrong path. Despite, you may have the other capitals practically implemented in that business. But it may not be your destiny. Yes. So at times we have to accept that we are on the wrong path and shift the lessons learned to the next endeavors. There is one author called Adam Grant who says that never quit is a bad advice. Yes. Never quit is a bad advice. So at times you have to quit. You have to pack and go. Because you are on a wrong path. The way I packed from the, the shop, shop, I packed from the, from the salon, I packed from the idea of goat rearing until I landed that now this, this is, is the right path. path. So you must discover mm. the right path and walk along the right path. Come on, people, we've got extra, extra. Today has been the day of extra, extra, extra lessons. So the mic has been dropped. Thank you so much for that extra tip. That first of all, even if you're struggling where you are, if you're struggling where you are, it is not a bad thing to shift and go to another idea, yeah? And just shift the lessons you've learned into another idea until you land on that which will work for you. But the most important thing you've said today, Mr. Ngavirano, is the spiritual capital. When you referred to the spiritual capital and how we need to 
have a relationship with God because he knows our path, he knows our destiny, he knows, he's the one who created us, he knows where we're coming from and where we're going to end up. So he's able to guide us accordingly so we can succeed. And I want to give an opportunity to every business leader watching me right now. You've been doing business for a long time. You probably are even struggling. You're discouraged. You're not sure which direction to take at the moment. I want to invite you into a relationship with God who is able to help you, to guide you along that path, to give you the wisdom you need. You're not alone. One of the best partners you can ever have in your business is God because he'll give you the wisdom and the power that you need to succeed in everything that you are doing right now. And it's very simple. You simply believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that he is Lord. And I'm going to lead you in a very simple prayer that you can say after me to come into a relationship with the one who created you, who is able to help you and carry that business along to the place where he planned for it to be. So just say these words after me. Just say, dear Jesus, I come to you today to offer you my business, offering you my life and everything that I have. Take it and do something significant with it. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you've said that prayer, you have just gotten into a relationship with God who is able to guide you, to give you the wisdom that you need to succeed in that business that you are doing. So there's a number running on your screen right now. Just go ahead and send a text to that number. There's a pastor behind that line who is able to pray with you and to help you make even further sense of the decision you have just made to come in a relationship with your creator. And if you're listening to me, the number is 775 I'll say that again, 0775 Just go ahead and call or send a text to that number and a pastor will pray with you, counsel you, connect you to a loving family that will walk this journey with you. Thank you so much for being here. As usual, at Business Garage, we also give you some books to read, some assignments. So the five capitals we've been talking about are from a book called Economics. The book is called All Economics by Mike Breen, who was on set last Sunday. So just go grab that book and read it. It will give you an even broader understanding of how you can get these capitals and apply them in your personal life and in your business so you can succeed. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next Sunday, same time, same channel where you're listening or watching us from. Thank you for being here. If you're in the room, of course, we have a business lounge set up behind this stage for us to connect and network and better yet, relate with Mr. Ngavidano. If you have one-on-one questions you want to ask him, he will be behind the stage. If you're at a location, there's a business lounge set up for you. Just go ahead and connect with the people there after this segment. Thank you so much for being here. We love you. We celebrate you. We are cheering you on. Go ahead and succeed in that business because we believe when you succeed, our world will be a better place. See you next Sunday. for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.